0: Yeah, and I think that's mostly for me. I had a lot more rules, and I had a lot more of, yeah, I never want to do that. I never want to. But I've also opened myself up to things that I would say, like, oh, I never want to do, and I've done them, and I'm like, that was so amazing. So, yeah, that is my new mantra like, never say never.
2: Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists, and that you should consult the medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy.
1: Welcome to episode sixty-five.
2: E- yep. What was that? I was I was thinking about like when in soccer they say like go No.
1: <laughs> anyway, we're Finn and Emma. Hi, everyone. And today we have an awesome interview with uh, Jay and Kay from That Couple Next Door.
2: Which is a podcast. Yes. And uh, I know a lot of people like... It's
1: a, it's, a, it's a lifestyle, a swinger podcast.
2: Oh, it's a swinger podcast. Yeah. All right. So I know a lot of people like to skip over sometimes the other podcaster interviews that we do. Maybe not everybody, but some. Yeah, some, some people maybe. But... I, would say, I would say this one's worth sticking around. Oh, they all, I mean, they all are, but this one is. It's still pretty awesome.
1: Also, listen to our intro here because there's some important information.
2: Yes, very. So, heads up, ears up. Basically, what has happened? If you are not on the in the Twitter sphere, or if you're not like close followers of that couple next door, uh, basically, they have put their show on pause for a few reasons, and they asked us to play. First of all, they they we talked to them. We reached out. And they said, we definitely want you to still share the interview, which is, we're we're super grateful for that. Mm -hmm. So thank you to them. And they also asked us to play this little excerpt that they recorded last night uh, for us. So we will put it right here.
3: Hi, I'm Jay. And I'm Kay. And we're that couple next door. As many of you know, our podcast has recently been placed on pause. We're in a situation where we fear that we could be outed potentially by colleagues
0: it's a reminder that consensual non-monogamy is still not widely accepted.
3: Unfortunately, that's true. However, we've had such great fans over the three years or more that we've been doing this, and we don't want to just abandon you, and we really would like to continue to share our story. So for now, we will release our content through Patreon. So if you go to com slash door, you'll be able to keep up with our monthly podcast. Until then...
0: Thank you for sticking with us and have a red light night.
3: Not sure what that taser
2: noise was real quick there before we we cut away, but we wanted to reassure everyone we are okay and we were not electrocuted during the making of this podcast. Probably didn't need to actually pause since we can just cut the audio. (laughs) Good thing we paused, though. (laughs) So there was one, uh, one thing that they wanted us to mention on top of that, um... The episodes that they have on Patreon are actually
1: free, so you don't need to pay. Uh, you can go and make an account and sign up and get the episodes for free on Patreon.
2: Yeah, so it's it's just sort of relocating the platform. This isn't like a money-grab thing where they're like, we're exclusive on Patreon, and you have to no. pay us a ton of money to listen to our thing. That's, that's definitely not what they're going for
1: here. Nope, they're trying to get a little more privacy at the moment.
2: They also asked us to make sure that we... Conveyed their heartfelt gratitude to everybody who has supported them over the last few years. And they just wanted to once again say thank you to all of their supporters and all of the fans. And then one other thing that was in their email. I'm going to read this. Okay. says, don't share this with the listeners, but it really upsets Kay when people or guests come on and refer to Finn as being similar to Ross, when he is clearly much more of a Bradley Cooper slash Chris Hemsworth sort of hybrid.
1: I'm pretty sure you just made all of that up. I'm
2: reading it right here. It's
1: not in that email.
2: I'm reading it right
1: here. I see the email in front of you. It is not there.
2: So anyway, thank you, Kay. I appreciate that, and I agree with you wholeheartedly.
1: Just to be fair, you can be anyone. You don't have, but you do have some similarities to Ross. That's not, we've got to get through this intro. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. You got to own it.
2: We got to get through this. You were called Lady Gaga when we were in Bolivia by one of the Bolivian workers. How did that make you feel, Lady Gaga? I
1: don't know. I wasn't (laughs) wasn't that upset about it.
2: Well, not after he called me Nicolas Cage. (laughs) I
1: know, exactly.
2: (laughs) So, anyway. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, Bradley could, Cooper, there could hybrid. Be,
1: there could be a lot worse than Lady Gaga.
2: We've got to get on with the show.
1: Okay. <laughs> and that's just because I was tall. That's all he was basing it on.
2: And I think it was the only American celebrity he knew. Exactly. That was a woman. That or Britney Spears. <laughs> so anyway, and... We, what You what, got us way off track with that. I did. It was Kay's fault. Yeah. So, again, thank you to them for sharing this, and thank you to you for listening and supporting them. Uh, through what what they're going through right now, um, we're excited to hear that. Hopefully, they bring it back in the future because we love listening to them, and they they put out a lot of great information. <laughs> Quit laughing.
1: I no, I that mean, was that
2: was heartfelt. What no, I know it
1: was. I'm laughing because it was awesome. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> It was. I'm seriously, I think it's awesome.
2: Anywho, so one thing we did last week, uh, we wanted to put out another call for anyone who has used uh, really any of the links that we have in our resources page, but specifically the stdcheck.com. We used it uh, for the first time a few weeks ago after having talked about it for a while, and we had a really good experience, and we wanted to make sure everyone else who's used it has also. So uh, give us a call not really a call, but there's a little record button on the contact page.
1: Record us a message on our website.
2: Yeah, and that way we can try to get more people using it and more people getting tested and so on and so forth.
1: Our website is normalizingnonmonogamy.com or nnmpodcast.com, and you can find us under the Contact Us page, or you can find that button to record a message. Also,
2: we're going to Atlanta.
1: Polly Weekend. In two weeks, June 4th to 7th.
2: Nope. June Sixth. 7th to the 9th. But Oops. Least, but you almost got it. I mean, you're in the right month.
1: Oh, I was thinking about something else. June 7th to the 9th, yes, in two weeks. We're very excited about that. If you're going to be in Atlanta, let us know.
2: Yeah, we're going to have a little booth there, a table. We we ordered a flag that we're going to hang. It's going to be cool. It's
1: not a flag. It's a banner. A
2: banner. It could also be a flag if you put it on a flagpole.
1: And it's a little long, but you could try. That's
2: what she said. <laughs> Anyway, we'll be there giving out some free swag and hanging out with everybody. So stop stop by and say hi.
1: We're super excited to meet everyone. Can't wait.
2: Stop by and say hi.
1: (laughs) Now you're going to start impersonating Ross. No. (laughs) That was it. Last thing. Wait.
2: I said last thing.
1: Yeah, it is the last thing. I was going to say it.
2: Well, I'm waiting. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Finn has decided that he's not the biggest fan of our music.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not true. Here's what happened. Well, A year ago-ish, when we started this podcast, we went on the search for, like, kick-ass free music, which is probably exists. But very hard to find. hard to find. So what I determined was...
1: Hey, we determined...
2: Yeah. What we determined was (laughs) it's way easier to find really corny music that's free and then when people are like, your music's corny, you're like, it was supposed to be. Yeah. So that was my solution to that.
1: Our music has always supposed to be goofy and funny. There's no seriousness about it, but that's because we want, well, we cover a lot of tough topics in these interviews. We want it to still be lighthearted and have fun, too. So.
2: Long story short, we wanted to also put out uh, and, and not an offer, a request. a request. If there's a if there's a listener or a group of listeners that likes to create music, and you would like to create some new intro and outro music for us that you would want us to use, we would love that, and yes. we would put it in there, and we would give you credit for it, and all sorts of thank yous, and we'd probably send you some cool stuff, like free condoms and lube. <laughs> yeah. And
1: no, so send us what you think. If you have any ideas out there, we'd love to hear from you.
2: Yeah. If not, we'll keep using the clown music.
1: I like the clown music because I think it's. I know you fun. do, but
2: we have certain listeners who it's scarring because it also plays on multiple Thomas the Tank Engine I know. YouTube videos, I and know. every little... time it comes on, they think it's they think of their kids.
1: To be fair, we didn't know that it was also on Thomas the Tank Engine when we chose it for this podcast.
2: Yes. Anyway,
1: let's go to the interview so they can actually hear what J and Kay have to say.
2: Oh my god. That was how we started our day. (laughs) (laughs) Egg
1: (sighs) flopping. Now you're making me cry
2: again. And it's recorded. We can include that in the
1: No we're not including (laughs) that. Oh yes, that's the best. (laughs)
2: Ah, Okay, well, that's a good transition. (laughs) Now that
0: I'm like crying, (laughs) sniffling from all the laughter. You want me to go? Okay. Get
2: your shit together. We're professionals here.
0: Get your shit together.
2: You ready? Sure. All right. All right. Now that we're all adults, Uh, compose ourselves. (laughs) Compose ourselves. Ooh, breathe. All right. So. J and K couple next door. That couple say, okay, You didn't mess up their name already. <laughs> that couple next door.
1: Okay, we're done.
2: <laughs> so yeah, Kidding. finally we're able to link up. It's been a yes. a long road to this point. But thank you for coming on and supporting us. We appreciate it.
3: Thank you for your patience. Um, yeah, our schedule is something to struggle with, I guess, from time to time.
1: Yeah, we get busy. Well,
3: ours doesn't.
1: Ours ours is a little crazy, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But we made it happen. Yes.
0: We're happy to be Uh, here. Oh, we've
3: been wanting to come on your show for a while.
0: I love your podcast.
3: I I do remember listening to, I want to say it was between 16 and 18 episodes all at once when I was in uh, Germany recently, and I was driving actually down to Austria for that hot wife date that I had. And I just was (laughs) binging you guys. And I was like, man, this is a great, great show. I love how everybody's story is so different and they all contribute to this, I guess, taking away the stigma of non-monogamy being bad. And
1: well, and the differences
0: or unacceptable in yeah.
3: society, I guess. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, that's that.
1: amazing, and that's why we did the show too—to try to get the word out. And by the way, we also love your show. It's super sexy and <laughs> well, fun you, to listen to. I was
2: going to say, you two are some of the OGs, right?
3: I mean, we're the OGs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Are we? I don't think so. I think you have to really think about Swinger Cast, and yeah. um, they had really the original yeah. show that. Was I guess similar to ours, right? Mm-hmm. Where they just would tell stories and share their experiences, and it was very sexy to listen to. And when we first found them, actually, I remember the very first time we ever listened to them, we were like, oh, "I don't really like this. I don't really like the sexy voices." That well,
0: I was like, "Yeah, her voice is just too sexy for me. I don't know."
3: <laughs> yeah, which I guess is a weird complaint. But... I know. <laughs> well, I
2: think yeah. I think, but I mean, you've been around a while. What is it, four four or five years? It's not like you're you're brand new.
3: Have we? I think three years. Three, three years, years. Wow, About. just a little, a little past that. three years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I I still consider. Or it a could goofy. be four.
3: No, I think you're you're probably right. Here's the sad thing. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> well,
0: you know, like when know. you forget so how old you say are. let's just
1: three to five years. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, I Spends like that. That sounds safe.
2: Well, I think I think yeah. maybe for anybody who doesn't who doesn't know who you are, that that should go check out who you are. Maybe give a little rundown and we'll and then we'll tell our version of our experience listening to your show the first time because I think it's one of my one of my favorite stories. <laughs> oh, shit. From... Great. Yes.
3: Well, we are J and K and we are in our young 40s sadly we were in our 30s when we started podcasting. (laughs) I was going to
0: say, I'm in my young (laughs) 40s. And uh,
3: we are just regular old people. We think of ourselves as that couple next door. We live in a suburban neighborhood.
0: Yeah, nobody would ever guess that our dirty, dirty sex life.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about dirty. I think it's uh, healthy.
0: No, I like that. I like that it's dirty.
3: (laughs) And we essentially started out by having this thing we did in our bedroom, and it was the red light. Is where our podcast came from. We sign off by saying, have a red light night. Uh, and for, honestly, for the first 10 years of our marriage, I don't think you ever said no to me once in terms of... Hey, do you want to have sex tonight? How about a blowjob? You always, always said yes. And I remember the first time you said no, it kinda took me by surprise.
0: Tears were in your eyes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, Hey, wait, what'd you do with my wife? But (laughs) we, we came up with this thing where like if one of us really wanted to have sex that night, we would we had a red light bulb in our bedroom. And if we turned the red light on, then it meant Hey, this person really needs physical intimacy of some sort. So it was like a signal that it was going to happen. <laughs> and I used it more than she did. Of before.
0: course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: but but it was.
2: but it doesn't sound like there was necessarily a, an imbalance, right? It was just one was more of an instigator than the other.
0: Yes. He's always been the one that's been more of an instigator. But True.
1: once you start, I get I get going. Yeah. I can yeah, like to that, too, because a lot of time. it's hard to get started, but once I'm into it, it's like, oh, yeah, health, yeah, let's go. But <laughs> Right.
0: I'm the same way. Like, I'm not so much of the, I don't initiate as often, but once I start, yeah, I'm very much into it. Yeah. Our sex life was always really good, I think, and I think you're talking about just a little bit of a lull we were having. I
3: mean, we had. Oh, the right! Third it's, child at
0: that time. Yeah, so.
3: I should put context to that. This was like at, you know in the middle of having three children. Yeah. And
0: busy lives. Um yeah. So you're trying to kind of spice it up a little bit again. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And we've been together over 20 years now. It, yeah. We've been married for it'll be 19 uh, in October. Yeah. And it's been fantastic. We've always felt that we had a really healthy sex life. And yeah. This is something that has really kind of, um, enhanced it in many ways. Mm-hmm. And this, this being
2: non-monogamy of some, some flavor, I would assume based, unless you're on the wrong podcast again. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, your assumption is correct. Yes, yeah. correct. And I guess yeah. what was
1: the, well, before you said you have a story to tell.
2: Well, I, I'm not. I'm not ready yet. Okay. Okay. go. We got to keep them. on the end of the season. I'm
0: excited to hear this.
2: So, what, what was the the impetus or the the catalyst behind you deciding to start exploring it? If you were having basically unlimited amounts of sex, other than the one time with the red light, with the red light, yeah. What what yeah. caused you to want to open up and branch out?
0: I'll give this to you. I think our throughout our whole marriage, he would kind of say these things. I'd have a friend over like, well, maybe she would like be into having a threesome or maybe he'd have a friend over like, would you want to suck his dick? Do you find him attractive? Like, and I would always, um, no, no, no. And say no. Really
3: fantasy talk. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of exploring what her limits were, because let's be real. You were a swinger in high school. No, I mean, I was a virgin. Well, I was a virgin. you were like a weird virgin <laughs> that had anal swinger in high school.
0: Okay. I'll, yes.
3: I think, I I think we
2: need
0: a little bit of, okay. Yeah. We need a little context. I I had a boyfriend all throughout high school and, um, I think it was our second year. I dated him for four years and our second year we started to really talk about having sex. And then I had a friend who got pregnant and she was kind of like this girl that like nobody would even suspect getting pregnant. And, um, I was like, well, we can't have sex. (laughs) I was just like, no, we can't do that. And so then we started talking about anal sex, and we did that, and I really liked it. So I I guess it was the fear of getting Getting pregnant for me. Yeah. It was never a religious... It was a huge fear. Um, And so... And I really liked what we were doing, so it was satisfying me, and we just
3: that's, I don't know. And then there was an, a time, the reason I'm saying that you're a swinger in high school is there was a time when you and your boyfriend,
0: no, this was another person. This was yeah. after high school. Oh, well, maybe it was in high school. I had just broken up with him. Okay. Anyway, um, we were at my friend's house, my best friend, and she was dating somebody and I started seeing another person and we were all in her room. It was a party and we were just making out and doing stuff with the person we were with. And then the guys were like, we should switch. And we were both like, sure. <laughs> so we started making out and giving blowjobs to the other guy. So it was, yeah, I guess that's what he's talking about.
3: And so I think what that led to is when we were together, I was really kind of the opposite. I was a super nerdy, straight laced guy who fantasized about things like this, but never really had I never had that exposure in any social situation to make it happen, or I just failed to make it happen for myself because I didn't have those kinds of, I don't know, skills, I guess, but I would hear these stories and it made me so turned on that it kind of propelled those questions in our marriage where I'd be like, Hey, do you think this person's attractive? Or do you think this person's attractive? And it led to a lot of fantasy talk.
2: Yeah. Yeah
3: based on her past, I think.
2: Right. So there, was, um, and then I, so there was never really like when you learned about these things, Jay, there was never really any like jealousy or concern. It was more of a like a hundred percent.
3: Quite conversion. the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Quite the opposite.
3: <laughs> very, very turned on. In fact, uh, there was a time when I was away from home for a year and we were, I, I was, you know, at work and gone, and there was a time when we would chat back and forth on, like, Yahoo Messenger, Yahoo Messenger. at the time, <laughs> nice. and she was
0: <laughs> dating ourselves, yeah.
3: and our sex was her telling me these really sexy encounters that she had while she was in college, and, yeah. you know, like, stories of being at a frat party and traveling to Myrtle Beach with someone, and all these really hot, sexy stories, and I would eat it up, and that really fueled my desire. I think to initially set the stage of what would be now like the main turn on that I get from like the hot wife scenario or yeah. something like that. Right. And so, how did you go
2: from fantasizing about it over AOL trial discs to <laughs> to, love, yeah. to, to actually like putting it in practice? Like, well,
0: gosh. It it took years. I think uh, you started to listen to podcasts. Yeah,
3: podcasts helped. Yeah, it was
0: podcasts. But at first he was like, he presented me with the idea of putting ourselves on Craigslist and like, let's find a guy on Craigslist. And I was like, no way. (laughs) I just don't feel, I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't feel safe. Um, And then we started to listen to... We
3: didn't know that there were sites out there. We didn't know that there was a whole swinger community. Yeah, I didn't
0: even know what this
3: what it was, like what right. this lifestyle yeah. like
0: was all about. Um, and then I found myself getting really into the stories cause he would listen in bed and I would just turn over. Like, I'm not interested. Like, I don't, I don't understand this. I don't understand like why they would want to do this. And then I found myself getting really turned on, but I wouldn't really tell him about it. Like, <laughs> cause I think I was nervous. Like, Oh, once I tell him he's going to like really want to do this and I don't know if I'm ready.
3: Yeah. But then we started out by listening to the curious couple podcast and they, they tell sort of a story based, um, I guess their show is similar Similar to ours. ours. Yeah. And then we started listening to them. We really liked it, but then we discovered swinger diaries and they kind of early episodes gave the step-by-step of, Hey, this is how you create a profile. And this is how you do this or that. And yeah. Super uh, helpful in the beginning. Yeah.
0: And I saw them as this, like, connected couple that do just because they were into this lifestyle didn't um, damage their relationship. So I was like, well, they're telling you to go to this site to do this. Let's do it. And the minute I said, let's do it. He was downstairs. Like a profile was up. <laughs>
2: we, were, <laughs> yeah. we were a go. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me yeah. show you our seven profiles on these different websites. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. We were a go. Yeah. And and so I think how long ago was that? I was 39.
3: That was three to five years ago.
0: <laughs> three to five years ago. Perfect. It was basically three to five years ago. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I wish I could remember exactly when you think you would know your own swinger story better, but yeah,
1: uh, sometimes it blurs together.
3: Yeah. I think it was, yeah, just, just close to four years ago.
0: Oh yeah. I, actually I was 38. You're right.
3: Yeah. 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 And
2: then I guess what did the first steps look like? I mean, there's, there's more to it than just, Step one, create profile. Step, Step two, scene. get yeah. lots of dicks. chat with people. Well, getting lots of dicks is easy. Getting <laughs> doing it the doing it the right way is the, the hard part.
0: We did not do it no. the right way. We
3: sucked. We jumped at the very first bite and we we went out and met this couple and
0: We were like, oh my god, people want to fuck us? Yeah. Like we were so surprised. We weren't we even
3: were... really attracted to them. No, not at all. Um, but
0: we're... we didn't know what else was out there, I guess. We didn't know
3: what? Yeah, we were impatient. We kind of just wanted to explore and see what see what it was like. So it was almost more for us than it was for the other couple. Yeah, but it ended up being sort of a disaster. It was a t- utter disaster.
0: <laughs> like I don't even know who
1: could actually come back from that disaster, but we did <laughs> somehow, well, some way. That, I think <laughs> that fear of missing out is really.
2: Well, I think prevalent it's prevalent
1: in the beginning and not like missing out, but
2: like it's the, the surprise, right? right it's not going
1: to happen again.
0: This
2: is our one, the, the scarcity, like this is the only time we'll ever get to do this. Yeah. So I we think just, that's yeah. what we
0: thought. Yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know what a swinger, I just didn't know what it was supposed to look like.
2: And yeah, so
0: it was exactly that.
2: Yeah, well, maybe we'll get to what it's supposed to look like, but maybe before that, this this is <laughs> probably to say, a good lead into my favorite story uh-huh. of, of <laughs> yours, which which is actually kind of it's it's funny. Like we we listened to your podcast when it first came out, and we heard your first couple <clears throat> episodes, and and you can maybe take us through why it was a disaster. But actually, we. Mm. We stopped listening because we're. Well,
1: we actually stopped listening to
2: pretty much all swinging podcasts. Yeah, we shifted our podcast away, but we're like, man, these people are crazy. I don't don't (laughs) think. I don't think this is a good. I don't think this is good for us to listen to. So we like didn't listen, and then like, not I mean a a little while back we started listening again. Like, okay, they've gotten. They know what they're doing. It was like they got they their, their, their shit together. together. And, and then, like, I'm trying to, like, do yard work with a boner because I'm listening to these episodes. So you've, you've definitely, and not that the first ones were bad. It was just we were like, oh, boy, I think they're in trouble.
0: But, yeah. yeah. No, a lot of people were very concerned for yeah. us.
3: For Mr. Sure. and Mrs. Jones, who, you know, they have a, a really popular podcast. We yeah. a thing. Uh-huh. They live near us. And so we went and hung out with them and they have been gentle mentors yes, and have yeah. uh, coached us through definitely in the early stages they were uh, very helpful to us so. right so what so yeah. what
2: happened on that first one because it's actually quite funny in my opinion <laughs> uh,
0: okay um so we met them um at a
3: the local bar,
0: pub. yeah a pub um
3: drank too much I'll I'll give the quick version. Yeah, like drank too much. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when we made it back to their they invited us back to their house and Right,
0: but as we're driving to their house, we both look at each other and I said, "Are you into her?" and you were what'd you say? I was like, "No." And then you asked me and I was like, "No." But then we we're proceeded We're like, well, "Why are
3: we still driving there? Why are we going?" There? Oh,
0: no, no, we didn't just we stopped at the local Walgreens and picked up a bottle of wine.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then we proceeded to go to their house. Yeah.
3: And so a few things happened there that were kind of you know unusual in swinging period never mind for a first encounter mm-hmm. and it was one of the things that they got off on was jealousy and and so the lady when it came time that we were going to go into the bedroom and and play because we were all i guess a little well, too much liquid courage I
0: didn't realize how drunk I was until we got up and I was like babe I like kind of yelled it. I'm like, you need to go fuck her. I'm like, you need to fuck her really good. And then I was like, did I just say that? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> did. I just say. That?
3: So, <laughs> you know, it, so it was kind of weird the way that they angled themselves. She was on the bed and she didn't want you to be on the bed. No.
0: So I was on the floor, like a dog, like, I was, like <laughs> not allowed on the bed. So I, I I have to say that this man was gracious. He was every step of the way he would ask, can I kiss you? Can I touch you? Can I do this? So he was gracious. So I felt comfortable with him. Um, But she was not so much. No,
3: No. she, she's on the bed telling me, you know, she's like, I want you to tell me that you love me. And I'm like, I just met you. There's no way that I'm telling you that I love you. That's not a part of our play. I can't do that. And she's like, oh, but we get off on jealousy and I want him to hear you say that to me. I'm like, I can't do that. I'm not. That's not going to happen.
1: Meanwhile, I'm on the floor.
3: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, i was no, just going to say,
1: have you guys discussed any of this stuff before you got into the bedroom?
3: Uh, no. No. Okay.
1: So they just kind of, yeah.
3: Yeah. Surprised yeah. you with it. Yeah. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I, you know, the guy does this famous pillowcase move, which be- I
0: just hear like, whoosh, and then he wraps it around my waist and just. Proceeds to fuck me. Yeah, like, so
3: she's in doggy style. He rips the pillowcase off, slings it under her, and he's using it as leverage to pull her I, back. And
0: I remember thinking, wow, this is amazing. This feels really good. And then it just didn't feel good anymore. And like, then
3: you got nauseous and you vomited yep. on their carpet.
0: Red wine.
3: On their, like, beautiful white plush, plush carpet. carpet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I, the guy's like, something's wrong with your wife. I jump off. We're both standing there side by side with, like, condoms hanging off of our dicks and our dicks are going limp and we have a steam cleaner and we're cleaning vomit <clears throat> off of this carpet.
0: Yeah. And you get me in the shower, clean me off, and she's laying on the bed like, "Oh, you guys got to go." Like, yeah. Like, oh my god.
3: So they were kind enough to give us a a Home Depot bucket. Actually, here's trivia for anybody listening to this. It actually was not a Home Depot bucket. It was a it was Lowe's, Lowe's bucket. But it just <laughs> Home Depot rolls off the tongue better. But we want to have fair marketing for everybody. Well, I, yeah.
2: I, I guess so. First, thank you for because sh- again, my my point wasn't to like force you into telling your your worst night in swinging history, but
0: it was. The, night one was the worst.
2: <laughs> but but I think there was a lot of things. That you probably learned out of that night that maybe would be useful for people to to take away that
1: if, like red if, flags to look for when you're not in a comfortable situation to get out of there before you get as far as you are
2: yeah and oh, so yeah. of course and probably yeah, discussions you had about it afterwards that were that were spurred on by this and and maybe if you're okay sharing some of those to maybe help people that have found themselves in that situation or don't want to.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's kind of been the way that we have approached our podcast now is we just, we tell the story of what happened and sometimes it's sexy and sometimes it's not. And then we just try to incorporate the conversations that occur because of that or whatever Mm -hmm. happened. What did we do right? How did, Hey, we had a really positive uh, event or situation and how did that come to be? What did we do to make it a good, a good thing versus when something goes wrong, we will, we'll talk about usually on the podcast of why we think it went wrong. And sometimes it's with the help of listeners who will email us and say, Hey, you know, we listened and we couldn't help, but want to share this or that. And people have really helped develop us, I think as better communicators and Mm. better swingers really. So, but he was asking like, what did we talk about? Uh,
0: immediately following this. Yes, um, go ahead. Well, I woke up fairly late. <laughs> <laughs> and that you honestly, were like, hungover. <laughs> I was a little hungover and I remember waking up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like what, what did we just do and how did it get there? Um, and I, we, we instantly just started talking.
3: Yeah. We spent the whole, yeah. probably the next week.
0: And I think you thought like, oh my God, this is never going to happen again. And honestly, I didn't know if it would either, like, cause we were so bad at it. <laughs> it's like yeah. we're so bad at it. How are we that bad? And then this was the first man I had ever had sex with aside from you, you know, vaginal sex. So that yeah. was a big deal.
3: True. Yeah. I think we talked about how we could communicate better to avoid getting into a situation that we weren't both into, right? There's always the, nobody takes one for the team that you hear about a lot in the lifestyle, but Uh, We definitely both, I guess,
0: on the ride over there, we both asked one another, like, what are you into her? And I, you know, and you, are you into him? And we both said, no, we should have just left. We should have just like texted them and said, oh, we're going to go home. Um, It was nice meeting you and called it a night, but we just proceeded to go on. So that was the first mistake.
1: (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, Yeah. And also it sounds like, you know, in the moment too, Not being afraid to, like, stand up for yourself, too. That's really hard to do. But when you're uncomfortable in a situation, trying to get out of it is not easy, but sometimes you have to do it.
0: Right. And we've definitely learned that. We've done that.
3: And it's great, too, because a lot of our friends now that live near us and that we travel with frequently, they're very good at being up front and saying what they do and what they don't want. And we've learned a lot of techniques from them. And we found that it's just really easy now to be honest and upfront yeah, without early hurting on. the
0: other people. Yeah, yeah. Without hurting like, um, and I, I would also say like alcohol, like that yeah. was a huge, that was a huge, um, mistake on my part that night. I was certainly nervous and wasn't realizing how much I was drinking. And I think it happened one other time, but that was out of just pure, like having fun with this person, but it hasn't happened since. So certainly alcohol. Yeah. To keep track of that.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's a big one on our end too, is yeah. we, we, most of our really bad experiences have come from somebody being too drunk. Whether yeah. It was, yes. Uh, yeah. On our end or on their end, it just, it never works. I don't know. No. It does
0: not work. No. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so leading up to that, I mean, you went on your very first experience, you went straight for the as they say, the full swap, (laughs) Was there discussion about that or were you just kind of like, we're just going to go and we don't know
3: what we're doing? There
0: was discussion. Yeah. Yeah. We, we said we'll do soft swap.
3: Yeah. The discussion was that we were going to very progressively enter the lifestyle. So we were going to start out with maybe some voyeurism and Mm -hmm. check out, you know, other couples and then maybe soft swap and then maybe full swap. But yeah, those discussions apparently were just a, uh, a practice uh, talk because we just went straight in. <laughs>
0: straight in. Yeah.
2: So, was there like regret afterwards that, that you did that? And did you pull back and then ease your way back into it the right way? Or how did, how did you course correct?
1: Yeah. After, what was your transition after like? After the Lowe's incident. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, mm. Home people. Honestly, <laughs>
0: there was a lot of regrets on my part. I felt like, how did we get there? Um, so th- there was just a lot of discussion afterwards, lots of communication on our part. And ultimately, we decided, like, I, I do want to try this again. I want to do it the right way. Like, we can do this better. And even though it was a very, like, the experience wasn't good, uh, I feel like we gained some sex heat aspects of it. <laughs> I mean, the pillowcase move was quite sexy, so I don't know.
3: What an optimist.
1: I'm an optimist. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, taking something optimist. good out of a horrible situation is a good thing to do.
0: <laughs> and he was uh, honestly, like, a he was a decent guy. He was he was nice. He was kind. <laughs> so I'll take those two good things, but, but ultimately we just wanted to try again to see, um, or to know that we could do it better. Yeah.
2: And, and yeah. Sin- since then, it It appears you have learned to do it much better. Yeah,
3: (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we have um, really a dream life in terms of non-monogamy. We've made great friends. We have, and that was something that when we first joined the lifestyle, we were. A kind of against we were so scared of, about stigma about swingers that we didn't want to have anything near our children in fact early on somebody once on a, a lifestyle profile said hey why don't we all meet at this winery and we could just bring our kids and I remember
0: that Kay, was mostly me Kay I was, was like no way kids yeah. around swingers how- <laughs> yeah <laughs> how dare they ask that
3: and now, I mean, we just went on vacation with our lifestyle friends to Peru, and brought our children, and um, it's been such a transition into normalizing our our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's it's been great. We have found that these people that we connect with through the lifestyle are just some of the most genuine and kind and friendly people that we could ever have dreamt of meeting. And we feel really lucky to have them in our lives. And that has also helped us communicate our feelings because now we have this home base. So let's say that we do go out on a date and things do go bad. We have our friends to turn to and say, guys, you're not going to (laughs) believe the shit that happened. And and this is what went down. Yeah. And, you know, so it's really nice because we have the sounding board of like minded friends and that has helped our personal growth as well.
1: Yeah. And it's huge, too, for your confidence. I think when you find like minded friends that you can confide in and have those somewhat awkward but also hilarious uh, conversations with and not be judged for it, it's it's huge.
3: Well, we judge a little. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well that's the fun of it yeah. but we'll
1: say it to our face
0: yeah, yeah we'll, we'll
3: be, oh you guys aren't gonna believe what happened to this couple i told you not to be with that couple. <laughs> just kidding
1: <laughs> uh, following up on that a little bit are you two out to anybody or like do your other non i guess people not in non-monogamy know anything about the other side of you Let you answer that because you've, you're the one that's come out
3: (laughs) at this point. We're pretty much out to all of our friends that mean anything. Uh, you know, to be honest, uh, vanilla friends, uh, my brother knows my sister does not. My sister is super judgy. Well, I think Uh,
0: we're out to people that we know would take it. Um, well, yeah. Yeah.
3: And most recently a month ago, I came out to, uh, one of my colleagues and mentors and, and a longtime friend. And he was like, yeah, uh, I pegged I pegged you for that a long time ago. So was,
0: yeah, I was like, <laughs> "What is, are we doing? Give really off this vibe." Yeah. <laughs>
3: Um, we have some other vanilla friends that we came out to and then that night hooked up with. So that was interesting. Mm, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's something that I think,
2: I don't think that's a good strategy. I don't know. That's what I was going to ask.
3: Do you, do you recommend that strategy? No, No. no, no. We're still friends and that was unintentional. Uh, and it was at a wedding.
0: Well, they flipped it on us. We revealed our lifestyle, our podcast, and they were like, wait a minute, like we find you guys so attractive. Like you've been with other lesbians and not yeah, us. This is
3: a lesbian like, couple. And they were actually jealous that we were with other lesbians and that we hadn't proposed it with them. Right. And So
0: they kind of presented it to us. They said, we want to be with you like
3: tonight, tonight, and we're like, no, you need to think about <laughs> you this. need to and, talk
0: this over. And we thought they did but a
3: yeah. couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was fine. We we called them the next morning to make sure everything was okay, and it really wasn't.
0: Well, one of them had a better experience than the other.
3: Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so one was very. We finally met for dinner, you know, and talked it out about a week later, and there were tears and yeah. there was regret. From one of our friends, and the other friend was like, "Uh, "Yeah, I would do it again tonight (laughs) if I could."
0: (laughs) But that that friend is bisexual, actually, and the other one is not.
3: Yeah. So So.
0: yeah, yeah. It was interesting. (laughs) It's a different dynamic Mm -hmm. for sure, right?
3: But we're still friends, and they are they they won't listen to our show, um, but they know about it, and they are. We just keep things very vanilla, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure how to, to well, say it. You still
0: flirt in stuff,
3: but We've, it's very vanilla.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, that's just, I guess, for other people out there that want to come out to their vanilla friends, maybe don't take the approach of trying to hook up with them. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I guess it can also happen and be fun, but <laughs> I wouldn't recommend yeah. it as a strategy.
3: No, no, no. no. Well, okay. Again, that, learn from our mistakes. <laughs>
0: Or
3: not the how-to. <laughs> the how-not-to.
2: Well, not. That's yeah. right. You've got some stuff. I was like, that's kind of harsh. Serious. No, I wasn't.
1: It not. was a joke. Anyway, <laughs> it's all good. We can they, take it. Uh,
2: I'm, I'm curious, though, on, uh, sort of on that front, like you playing with another female-female couple, one then would assume that, kay you started to explore your sexuality at some point in this journey. and. I guess maybe, can you take us through a little bit about things, whether it's sexuality or things that either of you have learned about yourselves that you wouldn't have known if you hadn't started going down this route?
0: Mm, um, I feel like I've always been attracted to other females. I never um, initiated anything with other females, but this definitely allowed me to a space where I felt comfortable in doing that for sure. Uh, I, rarely watched porn, but if I did watch porn, it was always with like another female. Like, so it was always uh, lesbian type porn, I guess. And that would really get me off. So this was something that I felt this was the space where I could certainly explore that. And I have, um, and I found that I really enjoy other women. I, I enjoy kissing them. I enjoy, I, I'm not so much like as far as going down on other females, I enjoy it, but not as much as I like just kind of being pressed up against another woman and just kind of embracing them. So
1: that I can relate to that a lot. Just to <laughs> chime in <laughs> a, a woman's touch is very different and yes, there's soft. something about that. Yeah. That is very sensual and sexy. Yeah.
3: What's the term for that Northern by <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't have to label it, but I certainly, sure. I enjoy other females and I enjoy like you said, just the softness and, that I like it, and I think you like watching me like that.
3: <laughs> Absolutely,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And any other things that, whether again, whether it's a sexuality or not, that you've either of you have discovered along the journey that you're like, oh, I never thought I'd be into that, or just revelations that you've had. Well,
3: mm-hmm. for me, one of my biggest fantasies was always to see her with another guy, and I. I wondered how I would feel when I actually did see that and it was not disappointing. It was as hot as I hoped it would be. And I I always wondered if I would struggle with feelings of jealousy if I saw that, or, you know, even the non-sexual aspects of that, like, you know, her chatting with another guy leading up to an encounter or something like that. And it was universally sexy to me and I was turned on by it. And I don't know if that was a surprise because I imagined it would be like that, but it was almost good to know that there was some, I guess, positive reinforcement or that the reality lived up to the fantasy. So that was really a cool thing that I learned about myself is that, yeah, I really am turned on by this.
0: And I think you always felt like you had to suppress those feelings. Like you would kind of mention it, you would kind of mention it with like close friends. Like, oh, I'd really love to see Kay with another man. And they would kind of look at you like, you're strange. Oh, one dude, like, You're yeah, so one weird. dude told
3: me straight up, he's like, that's so weird. dude." He's like,
0: I, I don't understand why you would want that. And then being a part of this lifestyle, you felt more like you could be yourself and yeah. you could express those things and feel okay with that.
3: found my tribe.
0: You did. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and I was curious on K's side when, when you were about to start going down that road, I guess the hot, sort of the hot life route was there, yeah. was there hesitation on your end? Cause I know that's something we've, we've heard from people and maybe even experienced ourselves a little is the, like, I'm afraid when we do this, it's not going to be what you think. So I don't really want to try and do this.
0: I was, yeah, I was totally hesitant. And I think that's why it took me so long to get warmed up to it, I guess. And we certainly went about this the right way. (laughs) Um, I went on Tinder, I chatted with man. And then we finally found, I found a man that I felt comfortable with and we both met him together. So, and we didn't play that night. And it was that night when I was like, he's really into this. (laughs) He really, I can tell that he wants this to happen. Um, so that gave me, like, I felt okay with going further. Yeah. So that was the, I, I was, I went to the man's Car to say goodbye, um, and we were in the, we were in the car, and Jay had gotten into our vehicle, and he backs this up. This is my
3: least favorite story, by the way. He
0: backs his our vehicle up so he could. He's kind of facing. Um, me and the other gentleman, and we're making out and saying goodbye. And I get out of the car and I go over to my husband, Jay, who has his dick out and he's (laughs) stroking himself in a parking lot (laughs) at a local eatery.
3: We're pretty classy people.
0: I'm like, okay. At first I was like, put your dick away. And then I was like, oh, he's into this. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And we both, like, we both really like this man, yeah, We felt comfortable, so that's when I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll move further. <laughs> yeah, that
2: happened. <laughs> that did happen.
0: <laughs> Dick oh. out in hand.
2: <laughs> I think there's nothing to be ashamed of. There. No, there's
0: nothing. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> no, but that for me was very telling. Like, because we were with other couples, and he would say, like, I was really, I loved watching you with this other man. I loved, but I didn't really. That was the moment where I was like,
3: okay. Yeah, well, it's yeah. always hard, be- and uh, this is such a swinger problem, but <laughs> it was always hard to watch you because I was always with another woman, and, you know, you're trying to focus your attention and being, I don't want to be the guy that's with another woman, but I'm looking over at you. I think that's kind of rude. I want to, whoever I'm with, I want to focus my attention on them.
0: You can have glances. Oh, I do. Like,
3: I, I, like... I still glances for sure, but yeah, well, it's has just that, different. Has, yeah. that, has
2: that impacted sort of your your trajectory and what how you play now as a couple or do you have you been able to like find ways to incorporate all the different
1: yeah what well, i was strategies. going to say we we know from listening to your podcast that you have transitioned to some separate play so maybe mm, true explain how that has evolved as well
3: oh well. yeah well i guess our new mantra is never say never right because early on that was another one of the rules that we had that we would never have separate play. And
0: yeah. And I think that's mostly for me. I had a lot more rules and I had a lot more of, yeah, I never want to do that. I never want to, but I've also opened myself up to things that I would say like, Oh, I never want to do. And I've done them. And I'm like, that was so amazing. So yeah, that is my new mantra. Like never say never,
3: but we don't necessarily, I guess to answer the question though, it's more like a menu. So yeah, we still enjoy meeting other couples and like having that experience where you go out on a date and meet somebody. We enjoy going to house parties and takeovers and clubs and all of that stuff. In addition to the single male, actually, we just had our first single female hookup uh, like the week before we went to temptation. Mm -hmm. And so we're definitely open to all kinds of experiences and whatever helps us feel sexy together in our bedroom, we consider that a win. And there's just so much, there's there's so many great sexy experiences out there to, to have. So we definitely don't close ourselves off to really anything.
0: Right. But for me, the separate play for you was a big deal (laughs) because it wasn't necessarily like, I don't get off on Jay playing with somebody else, like he gets off on me doing it. So it's like a different experience for me. Um, so that was certainly putting myself testing the limits, I guess, because I was like, he's so, he wants me to have this amazing experience. I want him to like, why am I not okay with him going out and having a similar experience? So, um, the first time we did it, you were in Texas and we were presented with by a couple who wanted to play with you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay let's do it.
1: <laughs> and just, and just jump in and see how, how you feel. see how I felt. Yeah. yeah.
0: And cause I was actually leaving, I was coming home and he was going to be there longer. So he had this experience and I, I had not good feelings, <laughs> so it didn't go as well as I had hoped for me. And I think it made you feel bad after doing it. Yeah.
2: Well, can you, can you talk to a little bit how you worked through that? Because we, we know from listening to your show that you have since then had other separate play that that, right. se- that seems to have gone better. And you know, I think whether it's the woman who has a hard time with it or the, the man who has a hard time with it, like what, what steps did you take to work through that?
0: Well, it was interesting.
3: It, it started that night when I left the other couples home, I called you and it was probably, it was, probably around midnight. Mm -hmm. And I had about an hour drive from their place back to where I was staying and we talked the entire drive and I wanted to know how she felt and why she felt that way and and how I felt. I felt great. I had a really (laughs) positive experience. They They were were
0: a great couple and they really tried to make me a part of the experience, but I separated myself. I, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to know what was happening. I didn't want to know the details. Um, So
3: yeah, (laughs) you, you definitely had, I don't want to use the word jealousy because I don't know if it was jealousy, but you felt uncomfortable about not being there yet. You didn't want to be part of it. And that's what I was trying to understand. I was like, well, you, you seem to be saying that you're, you feel like you're missing out, but yet attempts to include you, you just rejected. Right. And, and so that was something that we had to try to work through. And I'm not sure that we ever came to a conclusion.
0: Well, actually I ended up going on, you had videos of the
3: experience. Oh, that's right. And
0: I went on the computer and I this was is looking a couple
3: weeks later. After it was about a week later.
0: And I was looking at other photos. Um, and then I saw the, I saw the photos from that night and I just, I'm like, I'm just going to click on it. And I clicked on it and I was like, Hmm, like it's just like any other experience we've had, like with other couples. It's that looks fun, it looks nice. And all the like feelings I had, the negative feelings just went away. And I remember texting you, and then what did I text you? I don't
3: know. I was at work and I got a text that said, I found the pictures and videos. (laughs) And that was it. That's all the text said. So (laughs) I'm like,
0: no, and I had like a winky face, like.
3: No, there was no winky face. A winky face would have gone far to diffuse any emotions that are right inside of me. Oh, that's right. No, so I was like, "Oh shit, am I in trouble? Like, how is this? Am I going to come home and we're going to have a big talk? Like, what's not not that talking with your spouse is bad, but yeah, um, I was just you were nervous, nervous. And then finally, another text comes through, and she's like, "They were really hot, and I feel totally fine about everything now." And I was like, wow. (laughs) 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 Right. So so the moral of the story is just um, record all of your experiences (laughs) and watch them. Yeah. Well, for me,
0: it just, it just made me feel just comfortable. I still don't find myself getting aroused when you're with other people, but I'm okay with this. Like I'm, I'm okay with you having a good experience without me there. So, yeah.
1: And I can relate to that because I think it's a lot of the fear of the unknown, actually. Like, because like she yeah. said, once you saw the video and pictures, you're like, oh, well, that's not what I had built it up into my head as. And, Correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just working through that that unknown mm-hmm. piece is is tough sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's what helped for me. Yeah,
3: sure. And then it sort of progressed, and I don't know. I mean, now we've had. I mean, recently, separate country play, right? Where I was away and you had a hot wife experience while I was with another couple, mm-hmm. and that was completely drama free. Actually, it was really fun. And yeah. Well, not completely because I did buy her some lingerie. And oh, the blue box. It was yeah. for her birthday. Yeah. And you did not like that. Nope.
0: So. <laughs> you never know what's going to spark some something inside you, and that certainly did. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Well, that was almost drama free,
0: right? <laughs> almost drama free. Yeah.
2: But I think that's pretty pretty. Remarkable. I mean, minimal and also yeah. it's a good learning experience, right? That you're like, if if every time you did this it was perfect, I mean, yeah, we would uh, stop growing. I think,
0: yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, we've certainly grown. As a couple, we our communication is just so good, and it
3: translates feel, out of the lifestyle. It's yeah. into our regular, you know, talking about finances or planning things with the kids. It's yeah. our ability to talk to each other about anything is just so fluid now. And yeah,
0: easy. nothing's off the table. We are very open and honest,
1: yeah.
3: and yeah. Have,
1: have your kids or your family noticed any change in your relationship?
3: Mm. Not that they've
1: told us. I don't think.
3: I don't think so. We because we always. Throughout our marriage, we've always dated each other. You know, Mm -hmm. we've always taken time to be like, hey, Friday night is going to be date night for mom and dad. And uh, we, you know, have always had a babysitter. So in their perception, probably little has changed. We still go out, although now our date nights just happen to be meeting other people. Yeah, Um, they don't know that. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think at this point there's anything that would be noticeable by them. Yeah. Yeah. Except every time we move, we just happen to have like really new great friends.
2: New friends.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was <gonna> say that. <laughs>
3: nothing
2: the, wrong with that. No, the benefits yeah. of
1: yeah having community all over the world. I guess <laughs> not, not even True. just in the states, but yeah, um, for sure. And if anyone listens to our, our show, you know that you like we like to bring up the factor of safety and safe sex and, and handling that in a non-monogamous relationship. And we wanted to ask you how you approach that and the conversations that you have and, and how you keep yourselves protected.
3: So we're lucky enough to have, um, you know, good health care, And so (laughs) we just, I guess what we've been doing is we've been taking turns, uh, getting tested. So instead of like every three months, it'll be like, Oh, I'll go get tested. And then the assumption is that, since we have unprotected sex together that if i'm clean you are and then the next time you'll get tested and then we go back and forth that way mm-hmm. so i don't know if that's like the best strategy but it works for us with our schedules
1: yeah yeah and sometimes and then, it actually costs it's more cost effective to do it that way too
3: yeah and then I, we always use condoms always except for oral sex yeah
1: there was an instance
0: where a condom did break and i had to get tested Earlier than usual, so I did. I had I was upfront with my doctor for the most part. Yeah, I had said that we were at a wedding and we met a, another male, and he became part of our sexual bedroom that night and uh, caught him broke. And she yeah. was like, "Okay, cool." And I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> but I was really like nervous and I was sweating and I was telling Jay, "I'm like, oh my gosh, I just." I don't want to say these things. And you reassured me. Well,
3: I, and I, cause I went to the doctor the same day for the same thing. And it was a different doctor and I had to tell the same story. Mm -hmm. um, And I don't know, I was a little, I guess I was a little uncomfortable about it and I wish I wasn't like, I wish that I was braver or somebody who just wasn't ashamed to say, yeah, we had a threesome with another dude and, you know, he was having sex with my wife and his condom broke. But at that time, I, I just was really timid or, or embarrassed about it, I guess, which is really kind of messed up considering I have a sex podcast, but mm-hmm. that's it's, the it's truth hard
1: to talk about those things though. It's not easy. And, and I have been in similar situations where you're trying to communicate something to the doctor and you're just sitting there sweating profusely. And they're probably like, yes. why is this person sweating so much? <laughs>
0: was me. Yeah. yeah. I was the same way, yeah. but it was, it was fine. And I know they can't sit there and judge you. I mean, they could, but she was very nice about it. She was yeah. fine. Like yeah. nonchalant, like, Oh, okay. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. She I, did not make it a big deal. Yeah.
1: Have you two ran into or experienced people uh, in the lifestyle playing with condoms for oral sex?
3: Only once. Yes. Um, so one of our friends, uh, they are a couple, and they had a girlfriend for a while. I guess we can call her a girlfriend. Does so that sound accurate? They, uh, they had a play partner yes. of, who was with them for a while, and she always insisted on using, like, dental dams mm-hmm. or um, any kind, like, condoms for blowjobs. So when she was with them, that was her uh, steadfast rule. And
0: One night they had to, like, make a makeshift one with, like, saran wrap they were telling us. it can that. be very handy. <laughs> yes, so, so they made one one evening, but yeah, she always had something. She liked to be protected for all sexual yep. encounters, yeah.
3: But otherwise, no, that's the only time yeah. that we've seen that for oral.
0: Yeah. Right, we never played with her, but we've heard of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: But we would play with her.
0: We would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we use any barrier you want. Yeah. We
1: have tons of saran wrap.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: well, I just wanted to bring that up because I know there are people listening that are more comfortable using uh, barriers for oral sex as well. And to hear that, you know, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, I think it's helpful because I know there's a lot of people out there that don't use them for oral sex. But
3: well,
2: it's... The, And that the fear is if they bring it up that people are going to turn them down. Right. But...
0: Never, like. not for us. Yeah, yeah I, th-
3: I think when you are comfortable, if, if you start with the approach of, hey, I want to have a sexy experience with this human being, whoever it is, and then you get to the point where they're like, hey, I want to share my body with you, but the way that I do that is in this manner, sure. You respect like, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I want to, you know, have some, I guess, sexy time with this person and, and that's their rule, absolutely. Yeah. Why not? For sure. Yeah.
2: I like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a great a, way to put it. Yeah, that's amazing. And maybe just kind of transitioning into where where do you two think you will take the journey in the future? Do you see, I mean, you've, you've, you've grown and changed a lot in four years. How do you, you know, maybe predict Three to it? five years. Three to five years.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. S- I S- mean, S- sorry p- to
2: paint you into a corner there.
3: <laughs> I mean, we're just waiting for our syndicated show to be on HBO <laughs> and then... <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so honestly, boy.
0: We're getting older. I, so I don't I, yeah. know if
3: there's like a. I'll, I'll be honest. We have actually talked about um, maybe bringing the podcast to an end uh, mm. here q- shortly uh, and kind of just going on, not necessarily getting out of the lifestyle. I think we would stay in the lifestyle, but things are about to get very busy for me in particular. Uh, we're moving. We're going from the East Coast to the West Coast at the end of May and be starting a new line of work. And because of that and because of time limitations, we're not sure if the podcast is going to be a sustainable thing. So we will either decrease the frequency with which we post or we will just, I don't know, maybe... Go out in a blaze of glory or something. I don't know. I'm there not sure. It could
1: be a pause. You never know.
3: Right. Yeah, and yeah. it could be. And we haven't announced this uh, anywhere yet. And we talked to some close friends about it, um, and I don't know what we're going to do. So don't panic if you're listening and you love the show. We haven't decided yet, but. Um, well, I think I think what
2: they should know though is that Jay, you're transitioning to be a cam girl, so that's yeah. right. So, so,
3: that's so they going. can still find me. <laughs> 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 send me your yeah. tokens or whatever
0: and i'm yeah. behind the camera
3: yes. <laughs> she's working it
0: yeah. i'm working yeah. it
3: <laughs> well yeah. I, I was but it's going to be a, it's a niche thing though. it's only going to be for anal fisting so you know <laughs> well, you, you might lose down, my audience what they say, niche
2: yeah. Down,
1: niche <laughs> down. yeah don't yeah. yuck don't yuck anybody else's jump that's yeah. true <laughs> i was actually curious what were the reasons behind actually starting the podcast in the first place uh, was it just oh, to my record goodness. your stories or just and find community
3: solely for fame and money.
1: Yeah,
0: of course, um. right.
1: <laughs> well, we were on a, a road trip
0: and we were just binging podcasts, we were yes. just listening and listening. And I, I, I naive, I guess in a way, I was like, oh, we could do this. <laughs> we could do this. Yeah. And I said we should do like document our stories. I'm like, just so we have them for ourselves, not thinking anyone would actually listen. And then we get home, and you have a podcast up. They're <laughs> like, we're up and running. And I'm like, how the hell did you do that? You have in to be night? careful
3: what you tell me you want to do. Yeah.
0: So, but. yeah, we started recording and.
3: And we thought of it as, hey, we're new to this and there's probably going to be blunders along the way. And maybe people would just want to follow along and listen and
0: and learn and,
3: and just follow our journey. And yeah. and yeah, just like you did at first, you're like, I can't listen to these people. They, they, they have gross. some issues. <laughs> but they would, you know, I guess recognize that it's not all smooth sailing and people make mistakes and you can recover from those mistakes and you can grow, uh, in terms of how you, I guess, uh, approach this to get out of it, what you want to get out of it. And, mm-hmm. and I, we're at that place now where we can safely say that most of our experiences are very positive and are, um, easy. And I think it's gotten there, you know, because of the, early growing periods but yeah uh, it was just something that we wanted to share and and thought people might enjoy following along with so
2: yeah well no
3: no other reason really
2: well i think we we all appreciate it and and maybe you you set us up perfect for our our blooper question i know
1: well (laughs) we've already had some bloopers yeah
2: i know but yeah (laughs) but but i think i think it's fair now to say that you, you just said it's pretty smooth sailing nowadays but i have to imagine there's still a a a story or two. every once in a while and it doesn't have to be uh you know a menards bucket situation i had to I was like
1: it wasn't menards i know
2: i'm trying to spread the love across all the major home improvement <laughs> stores.
3: well we actually just had one and we, we, we haven't even podcasted about it yet it'll be on this from this recent trip to temptation but we basically almost fucked up an orgy
0: Nice. We did. Yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah, I did. Somebody yeah, doesn't even
3: did. know. She, she still yeah. doesn't no, know. No, she she's the problem.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm the problem. Yeah. Uh, I was missing my cover up, and we were supposed to walk to the place of where the orgy was happening. But yeah. I was so upset because I'm like, oh, I really love this cover up from Target.
3: <laughs> and it's four. There was four couples. <laughs> yeah. No, or three. Three couples. So six person. So very a mini orgy. Mini orgy. Say, I don't know. Six of them really. But we went back to their room, and you know, Kay had been searching high and low for this cover up—that this fourteen ninety nine cover up—that <laughs> she just couldn't lose. And then we show up to the room.
0: Well, two two couples have already been there, and they're in play.
3: They're playing. yeah, they're already having sex. They're already
0: having sex, and I. Walk in and I'm like
3: Oh, so there was eight of us. I'm sorry. We're we're fucking up the story bad. But you are, but yeah. this I'm This is your good. most I'm recent on... blooper. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I walk in and I see my cover up and I'm instantly like, oh my god, there's my cover up. And the lady who there was one couple we didn't really know, and she was having sex with uh Nate. Um, our friend. Our friend. And she gets up and she's really angry at me. She's like, No, that's mine. And I look at her and I'm like, No. That is mine.
3: <laughs> so now these girls like, are starting this argument. I want in the to middle like fight
0: her. <laughs> like,
3: and which, you know, is a boner killer. Yeah. So literally. Right. Because you get the sympathetic nervous system going and then you can't, you know, you, you need your parasympathetic to get hard nerding okay. out here. Sorry. But then, um, so I'm in the shower and I'm, cause we were going to shower before a play and we're in there and, and I was like, babe, can you just drop it? Can you let it go? Because it's really.
0: But I'm like, she's the one that stopped having sex to, like, tell me it's not mine. Just stop.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And so we're having this conversation in the shower. And then we come out. And the two of us are kind of off the bed in the corner. And there's six of them on the bed all going at it. And you're trying to give me a blowjob to get me hard. And Mm -hmm. I just cannot get there. And so I look down. And then one of the other girls comes over. And then she's trying to help. And now there's two of you um, experiencing my disappointment. And so... I, I don't know my heart rate was still up and i was just kind of like I, I just couldn't get to that sexy place so i leaned down and i'm like hey let's just go let's go back to our room yeah
0: because we wanted them to have
3: a good experience but yeah we didn't want to take away from their fun and and so anyway we almost fucked up that sex scene and we ended up leaving but did you grab um,
2: the the cover-up on the way out <laughs> heck, uh, bunny yes I did.
3: wait not only that the guy after the argument started the woman's husband got up to go get her, her cover, cover up, up from the pool and brought it back. Actually, he stopped eating Liv's ass to go get this cover.
0: Liv up. Liv was like, this guy is leaving. He's like eating my ass out. He's going <laughs> to get somebody's cover up. Like what is going on? And so, yeah, we were leaving and I grabbed my cover. up. She
3: grabbed both.
0: And then I, br- I grabbed hers and like the guy's swim shorts. And I, I left and shut the door and I'm like, Oh shit. And Jay was like, you can't knock on the I'm door. Like, don't <laughs> like, don't you interrupt
3: can't... them again. Just yeah, leave it on the just doorknob. Leave
0: it on the doorknob.
3: And so then we get these texts like, "Hey, did you grab her cover up?" Blah blah blah. blah like like you did it on purpose. And yeah. It was <laughs> it was, was awkward.
2: Bad. I, I, yeah. I think the, the ultimate full circle would have been if you had texted him a picture. Using the cover up <laughs> like the pillowcase.
0: Oh shit! That would have been great. <laughs> that would have been great.
2: No. Yeah. Wow. Well, so hey, yeah, so it's, never, that... it's not always perfect. No, no. No. <laughs> no,
0: But I think we did well though. Like we 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 left nice, amicably. We yeah yeah.
3: I think we recognized um, that. We weren't going to add anything to that sexy experience, so we should just leave. We just
1: need to leave. <laughs> sure. and that, yeah. that, that is important to realize, yeah. too, and get out of there before when you know you need to. And that yeah. is Why? very hard to do, too.
2: Yeah. And that I, is, yeah, because yeah, you don't I, want
0: anybody to feel like disappointed or like, oh, did. I don't, why yeah. don't they want to be here, but it was really just us.
3: And I felt like, bad because I did want to, you know, hook up with our friends during that trip, and and we never did. That no, trip. we did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But Wow. Yeah. There's always
2: there's always the future.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's I think true. they come home today or tomorrow, so we'll have to link up.
2: Yeah. But, awesome. Well, thank you for that.
1: Yeah. Sure. Is there anything else that we didn't cover that you two wanted to share?
3: Hmm. Well... Um, I guess we would just encourage everybody to, you know, not to plug all the other podcasters, but there's so many out there and there's so many different flavors of of podcasts. And, you know, if you are not somebody who listens to lifestyle podcasts, just go to, um, if you go to our webpage and you look at, we recommend, then you'll find bloggers and podcasters and, and there's all kinds of variety out there for anybody that wants to listen. Um, if you don't find our uh, model of, uh, don't do what we do to be, to be charming. <laughs> yeah.
2: Then. Yeah. But I think, I think the point there is hearing other people's stories is a really good way to to learn and realize that you're just, you're not alone.
1: Yeah. And if you listen to one podcast and you don't like it, go try another one because there are a lot yeah, out there true. and there are a lot of fantastic people working hard at it too and putting content mm-hmm. out there.
2: True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you again for that as well.
1: Yes. Yeah, so and thank you for taking the time. We finally made it happen and it was wonderful. And,
2: and Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Should we should we say goodbye? Yeah, and, and let Aww. them go back to their lives. Yeah, and we'll go back. I guess daughter. we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you two have a wonderful day. Enjoy the cold weather. Although it's weird now for people listening to this because it's May,
3: <laughs> and it's not cold, it's not
2: cold <laughs> anymore.
1: We yeah, are recording this early on. Yeah. Er- in the- Late thro- winter. Of
3: winter. Maybe they'll have a cold May day. I don't
2: know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I hope know. not. Because we'll be back in the U.S. at that point, And I do not, <laughs> not want to be cold. <laughs> so, all right. Well, you two go. We will go and we will be in touch. And even if you don't have your show, you're welcome on ours anytime. Of so. course. Oh, aw, thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. Absolutely. Have a good day. Have, have you a red light night.
0: Have a red light
2: night. Welcome back, Lady Gaga. <laughs>
1: you want me to start calling you Nicholas Cage?
2: I would prefer not. Ross? Also not. Remember, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth.
1: <laughs> you said Bradley Cooper at the beginning. I said
2: a hybrid. Chris okay. Hemsworth, Bradley Cooper, hybrid.
1: Okay, so how do you want me to... Also,
2: a little Ryo, Ren- R- Ryo Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, true. The, the- so how do you want me to put all that into a combined name?
2: I'll work on that for next week's. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll work on it, too.
2: Anywho, thank you, Jay and Kay, for sharing with us. We recorded this back in February, and we appreciate it.
1: it yeah, awesome. and, and we know that... Things, you know, are a little up in the air with their podcast right now, and we just really are thankful that they wanted to go ahead and still publish this and share with all of you listeners because they have an awesome story and they're really amazing people.
2: Also, it's pretty ironic how much foreshadowing was in that episode without them even knowing. I know. That was fun. Yeah. Well, not fun. Not fun, but... It's funny. Kind of crazy. Ironical.
1: Yeah next week
2: wait before we do next week we wanted to tell people if they're looking to meet other open minded people really quick go download the app hashtag open if you do and you join and you use it one dollar gets donated to Planned Parenthood which is awesome if you want to learn more about them and the founders and their story episode 53 of our show will get you that information yep also, they were recently on Sex Out Loud with Tristan Terramino, so you could find them there too.
1: Yep. and next week we have an interview with a woman named Claire, and she reached out to us. Uh, she is Polly, and
2: she's a pollinator.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what she called herself.
2: Also, I'm I'm in the middle of editing the episode right now, and it's pretty kick-ass. Like,
1: it's awesome. She it has. has an awesome discussion. S-
2: Like, she's an international aid worker who goes to basically war zones and does disaster relief work and manages to balance polyamorous relationships with people in languages that most of us have probably never even heard of, which is just phenomenal.
1: Fascinating. So,
2: come on back and listen in a week if you want to.
1: We'll talk to y'all then.
2: Oh, and tell your friends about the show. They'll love it.
1: (laughs) Bye.